While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professional licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions. Hi, and welcome to Live Love Lab, the behind-the-scenes podcast from Beauty Lab and Laser. I am your host, Heather, joined by Dre. The other host. The other host. <laughs> Together, we are Drather. Oh my gosh, guess what? I cringed so hard when I listened to the podcast from last time because we skipped it, but then we said it later, but it was like not. It was dumb. Okay, well. I hated it. Okay, so. Okay, well, anyway, today we are also joined by Shanny. Shant- Shantail. Shantail Duffy. As my daughter calls me. <laughs> NP extraordinaire. Hello, yes. hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's my first time. I know. First timer here. So exciting. We're we like so, first timers. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're so excited to have you here. So Chantel joined our team back in, gosh, September? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Time is... Yeah. That is crazy. Flies. Totally like a time, right? and I'm yeah, in no. a complete fog. I'm like, and September was when. <laughs> That's weird because that was like six months you're ago. Like, in what month is that it was now? six months ago. I was thinking yeah, it was like last month. Like five. We're we're twenty yeah, yeah. six months. Yeah. Guys. Happy oh, six month right. anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. How romantic. I know. It's like right crazy. around the time that like everyone got pregnant, right? Maybe. Well, now there's an explanation. <laughs> it was me. Something's in the water. The sperminator. You have a new nickname, mm-hmm. Chantel. I just want people to have children to join my misery. I know. That's, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Well, and that's actually kind of what we wanted to talk to you about today is that, you know, obviously you're an injector, you're a medical professional, nurse practitioner. Mm-hmm. Um, you work full time at IHC or how do you IMC. say it? IMC. IMC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is IHC? So Intermountain Healthcare is the like the whole corporation, and IMC is the the main campus. That's oh, okay, in Murray, Utah. So like people say LDS Hospital, and IMC is no, it's just the, the one that's located in Murray. Got so, it. It's the big one, and you're the part of the transplant team. Yep, transplant surgery. How so, many hours a week do you work doing that? Um, so I'm there three days a week. They're technically twelve hour days. Um, that's because I'm salaried, and then one of those days is a twenty four hour call shift day. So I don't necessarily have to stay at the hospital. I can go home and do calls from home. But if we have surgeries and stuff going on, then I'm there and I'm up if, all night. If you get a liver, you get called in. Mm-hmm. Yep, because those don't always come at appropriate hours of the Yeah, day. don't they come like on holiday weekends? Oh, or... yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it really does just vary. But oftentimes the surgeries are so long that they're going, if they start even in the afternoon, they go throughout the evening and into like the early morning hours. It's so, crazy. It's crazy. It's pretty cool. Like I, that's what's kept me there. You know, obviously because it's very not. It's not like conducive to a normal lifestyle. Yeah. But it's just so cool and exciting and kind of intense. That keeps kind of like Beauty Lab, mm-hmm. I would think. Yeah. Yeah. To burning at both ends. <laughs> I know. Well, tell the listeners a little bit about your personal life. You're married. So yes, I'm married. I've been married for gosh, I gotta get this right. I yeah. Don't mess up. Got married in 2012. <laughs> so I've just passed seven years okay. being married. Uh, nope, that would be eight. eight. Right. Well, it's 2020. What month? Yeah, September. So you'll be eight years yeah. in September. Okay, yep. Um, and we got I, you. I have You don't two... do any math on the transplant I team, I do right? not. <laughs> it's just my hands. It's a hand It's all job. muscle memory. <laughs> and... <laughs> uh, so I have two children. I have a four-year-old daughter who I had during graduate school for NP school. Oh, and wow. then as soon as I finished NP school and started my 
got job with transplant surgery. I got pregnant, and then I had my son, who's now 18 months old. 18 months old. What a gift nice. to yourself. Congratulations uh, on your new job. Let's, here's a baby. I did wait until after like all the celebrations were done and then right. I got pregnant. Sounds like so. you were celebrating so, in quite a different way. Yeah, my new co-workers, the first year I was there with them, they got uh, me all big and pregnant. So. Yeah, big and pregnant <laughs> and lovely. Yes. Um, that was um, Allie that just walked in for the, that was Mr. McFeely dropping <laughs> off a friendly neighborhood package. <laughs> So, yeah, I joined the transplant surgery team in 2017, and I worked there for a couple of years, and I've actually been good family friends with Reagan for a long time, and he had approached me and kind of told me how much he loved it here and and thought that it'd be something that maybe would be of interest to me. And you're like, hey, I've got two toddlers, Mm -hmm. a full-time job with a 24-hour shift every other week. Yeah. Perhaps I should add another career right. to my resume. Oh, and P.S. I'll also sell my house and build a new one. Yeah, and, like at the and same be time. a flood victim. I, it's yeah, like, <laughs> I mean all of it. It's like I get bored and decide what I can do to make my life chaotic. But no, actually, I had done transplant surgery for a couple of years, and then once I was feeling like safe and secure in that role. Um, that I felt like it was time and it worked out to be perfect timing because then Reagan approached me again and finally I was like, yeah, let's do this. So, yeah, and you're you're so good at it. It's, you're amazing. It's really, it's just been, it's been great like coming and joining the team here. It's so different from what I do at the hospital. Yeah. But it, it just gives me like, this. it doesn't give me the same gratification, but it still makes me feel like complete when I'm here just because I'm helping people in a very different way. And I know, you know, personally when I've had certain procedures done and, you know, facials and just how great you feel. And I just love being able to do that for people. And then the team here is just, it's just so light. You know, the vibe here is light. It's, you always have people that will talk to you about how you're feeling and they actually care. And so it's just, it's nice. Yeah. It's a very different dynamic, but it's. Yeah. That's the BLL culture that we like love to have because it's hard enough to like leave well it's not that hard to leave but there is guilt associated with leaving our houses you know to come to work Mm -hmm. even though it's like a needed respite sometimes but like we want to love being here right and enjoy it totally if we're going to take time away from our um like home life Mm -hmm. we may as well be filling our time with like good happy positive things yeah right? yeah so that as you know, much as possible yeah. the mom guilt's real we all yeah. have it and you know if you can come somewhere that you are with like-minded people that make you feel better about that then it's a, it's a bonus yeah yay yeah plus i get to wear all my cute like girly clothes like at the yeah hospital. At the hospital, <laughs> you're wearing scrubs and crocs scrubs and crocs and no you do you are adorable in your bll gear I know good in the swag Shandy's like the connoisseur of great like leather leggings leggings. (laughs) leather-ish I say that my leggings budget has like tripled since (laughs) my husband doesn't know what's going on and I noticed how you cut your t-shirt she cut it there's like a little v at the neck it's like another Pinterest win for me yeah Yeah. that's a Pinterest (laughs) win she's created a little opening at her neckline so we can see her necklace Uh and it just looks chill and very cute Yes. Like when you adapt your BLL t-shirts. Absolutely. Yeah. Fashion. Bring my swagger here. Yeah, bring yes. your little swagger. Yeah. Well, t- let's talk a little bit about like what that is like having littles at home mm-hmm. and then also having a very, very packed schedule. Like how do you make it work? So I didn't really understand the whole thing. It takes a village before you have children. And even like when you're first kind of starting out, you're kind of like a little bit overprotective. And so you're still doing everything yourself. But Mm -hmm. you can only like sustain that pace for so long until you have to find other resources to help. And 
and look out. So you really do need to get kind of a tribe, you know, going on that helps you with your children, whether that be daycare, grandparents, friends, or whomever you yeah. know, helped with your take care of your children is is so important and having people that you trust so that when you are away from them you're not like panicking and worried the yeah. whole time that they're not and you're not okay. playing catch when you get home yeah. to like compensate for all the yeah. and I think I kind of broke my husband in like trial by fire because I had my daughter when I was in NP school and we didn't really like I had to be at school I had yeah. to do clinicals and that meant that I actually worked on the weekends more and so he kind of he just had to absorb all of that. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. straight off the bat, he got really good at being very supportive and helping me with that. And so he's, you know, he's been kind of a rock star for me. That's awesome. Especially that with starting awesome. a new job and stuff like that. And he's like, yeah, you know, you you do you. I got this. And he does, you know. But That's, that's amazing. amazing. Shout yeah. out to the men yeah, that are supportive. Like, yeah. Go that, Dusty. That is amazing. I was always worried, like, after I finished NP school, that him and my daughter had built, like, this mutiny against me. And then I'd come <laughs> back and try to tell them what yeah. to do. And they're like, we got this. We got mom. this. Yeah, but... But what a better feeling. There's no better feeling than, like, knowing they've got this because then you're relieved of it, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, it just, that, it's, like, it's such less stress for me because I'm a worrier. You know, most moms are. Yeah, they're so. young. Your mm-hmm. kids are young. So they're not in, I mean, preschool. What's your What's your program? What do you do? So right now, and my children have always been in part-time daycare. So it's three time, three days a week that they go to daycare, which is, I love daycare because... They don't call in sick, you know, You, they're there, they're stable, they're open, like, you know, how yeah. many hours a day. Um, but I always, so we have family close by, so I always wanted them to maybe have a, you know, close connection with their grandparents. And so I kind of reached out to my parents and then also my husband's parents. And the days that they're not at daycare, they kind of figure it out between the two of them so, to hang that out That is with so them. great. Because I love having my kids in daycare because they get to socialize with other kids and yeah. stuff. But, I mean, let's face it, those those places are nuts. Like, you go and pick up your kids. It's a little like, bit of chaos, yeah. <laughs> and so then when they're with their grandparents, they kind of get that, like, one-on-one time. And they, they just get that extra little bit of love that probably yeah. only a grandma can give. And so that's found to be the perfect balance for me. That's I great. Mean, that's, that's so, so cool. nice. That is like I just kept hearing the word balance. Like when I know. she was saying mm-hmm. that, I'm like, that is that gave dream. me chills. Yeah. Totally. And it, and it took some work. You know, it took. Some, I mean, I look at this calendar book I have here. I have yeah. to like write everything down. Yeah. Like who has my kids? What day? Like I found a system that works. I can't like even set a lunch date up without having my calendar. Yeah, I love day. that. I love though. that you have a written yeah. calendar. I know. I'm so nerdy. I can't keep it. Franklin phone. Day Planner. Yeah. <laughs> a B C D priorities. Yeah. Other ones. <laughs> um, but no. And then another thing is you know taking care of yourself, kind of in between all of this of the working and the shuffling of the kids around. And so, even when I have a day off that maybe the kids have scheduled daycare, you bet that I'm taking them to daycare. Yeah. And I'm going to get in a pedicure. But I'll pick them up early. I'll pick them up. How at do two you do that? Like, I just wish I could give myself permission to do that. I feel like I can't do that yet. So I did get in the mindset. And my kids are old. I did get in the mindset. It was like, if I was home and they were home with me, like, honestly, I'd probably be doing dishes or cleaning up and catching up on Life. Like house things. And that's not mm-hmm. fun for them. Yeah. I, I go and pick her up from daycare, and she has, like, drawings that she's done. Or she tells me about how her and her friend, like, found a bracelet outside. And yeah, like, like so adventures excited. and yeah. experiences. Yeah, and, and it's just, you know, I do get to spend, you know, more time with them because I pick them up early. Or I'll pick up just my daughter, and we'll go get ice cream before we go pick up my son. Yeah. And so I do have to sneak around. Like, I'll come yeah. in, and I'll be like, I'm just getting the older one right yeah. now. Yeah. So, 
it's just trying to find those little like nuggets of time that you can hang out yeah. with them. So my gosh, you, it's like you've got it totally. I wish I'd been her uh, 20 I, years I, I ago. Know. I yeah, know. I mean, I definitely have my times where I try to do too much and then I'm not good at anything. And it's a constant checking in with myself and being like, where do you need to like give and where do you need to take a little bit? So. Yeah. It kind of sounds like a little bit more like quality over quantity mm-hmm. too, like that yeah. mindset. And like I was just thinking That's about that the other to day it, yeah. too because I was thinking, gosh, before I – went back to work I used to take my kids to like do things all the time like Mm -hmm. we would go to the zoo or we'd go to the farm or we'd go we just went places and now when I'm home when I'm not at work I am like cleaning and doing laundry and like do you know or like going to Costco or whatever and I'm like I kind of like I need to probably start setting aside time to like take them to do something Mm -hmm. you know what I mean but I will say my nanny takes them to do something every day. So I know they're still getting those experiences, but like for me, yeah. I would like I'm like, oh, I you kind of those like too. I want to maybe be the one that takes them to mm-hmm. feed the ducks or whatever it is, you know. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's just tough to find the time when you have all of this home responsibility as well yeah. on top of working and being a mom, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, mom, my mom's been pretty good about that too cuz she I have a niece and nephew who are older and so now my daughter can go hang out with them and they do stuff like go to the movies and this and that. And my, I, I can't remember, like, if it came up once or, but she, she just seems very cautious. Like, she's like, I want to take, you know, Tegan to see this movie. Are you guys okay with that? Or do you You're want like, to sure, rated her? R? Absolutely. <laughs> take her. Chucky, on it. Uh, but she'll check, like, if, the that, ring, if that's she'll something love it. that we had planned to do with her until, you know, and or if she can take her and it's not going to be a big deal. Yeah. So I think... And my mom's very like-minded like me. She worked full-time when we were little, and so she kind of knows, I think, that struggle. And so that's been really helpful for me. Yeah. What did your mom do when you were growing up? What was her job? Oh, God, my mom's a busy lady, too. So we moved a lot when I was younger um, for my dad's job, and so she kind of just, she didn't really have a career yet. She just kind of found jobs, you Mm -hmm. know, where we had landed at the time. Um, But eventually, as I was, like, in middle school and high school, she went back to college. And so my mom was in college when I was younger, um, and she went back and got her MBA, and then she became a CPA. That's so so inspirational. That's so cool. I had a good role model with that. A really great role model. And I was just thinking, because, I mean, my mom had six kids, and so she's, and she has, I think there's 12 grandchildren, Mm -hmm. but we're all kind of all over, but, like, I had the distinct, my mom loves being a grandma, but like for very segmented pieces of time, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like she loves the fun stuff, but she's not like into like, I don't want to take care of your kids for you, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's because she was a full-time mom, yeah. Yeah. you know? So it wasn't she's like, done that yeah, before. she did yeah, that. Like, and mm-hmm. she dedicated her life to that for, you know, 25 years mm-hmm. and, or longer. I don't even know. It's so funny. And I so, know. yeah. It's interesting that, like, I compare, like, all of my mom experiences to what I had growing up. Mm-hmm. And then, but at the same time, there's a deficit there because my mom already did it once. You know yeah. what I mean? So she doesn't necessarily want to do it again. That was her career. Yeah. She like, retired. if I, yeah, yeah, she's retired. She's like, I don't want to go back to, you know, wiping butts or whatever. But yeah. um, it is just interesting that, like, I never even thought of it that way. Like, yeah. having a mom that works, like, builds in a totally different experience for when they are retired and grandmas. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're not necessarily always burnt out. Yeah. You know? That's so yeah, true. Stay at home mom is a hard, hard job. Like it's I, a hard gig. I, I mean going to work sometimes is a is a break for me. I actually went back from my maternity both of them a couple of weeks early. Really? Just because 
I like routines and I feel like when you're at home and you, you know and, and I knew that that impending thing was coming like you, yeah. you were like oh I got to go back to work and do this and like I'm like let's just get this over with I'm going back to work we're going to find our new normal yeah. yeah and I mean the utmost respect for stay-at-home moms because those are the most demanding bosses that I think oh, anybody absolutely. can ever undertake no, Heather you and I were on the phone today and it was a snow day today so the kids were old for most <laughs> so we were crying yeah <laughs> and like what and like Heather said to me she was like well are you going to go into the lab and what did I say yeah, for my mental health, yeah. yes. <laughs> for the sake of my mental health, I'm going to go to work today. I'm like, I was not anticipating a three-day weekend. She's like, I will tunnel myself out of the seven-drift <laughs> drift of snow with my bare hands. Yeah. I'm willing to lose a finger to get out of the house. I am snowshoeing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like all the kids and my husband are home. This is my yeah. only chance yeah. for oxygen. No, so that is totally real. Sometimes, yeah, going to work is mm -hmm. just, it's still work but it's a break from yeah. from your other full-time job yeah. yeah um i read a book a couple months ago called sapien i can't remember who the author was but and some sort of um cultural anthropologist but he had a whole section in it about that whole like finding your tribe and mm. um like how important it is for humans to have a village so to speak and he like drew the parallel or not the parallel but he talked about like early man and like early homo sapiens, hence the name of the book. And how, early man. And how before like people, humans knew about like how pregnancy worked and like how you get pregnant. And you know, before there were genetics and you could, you knew who the dad was or whatever, uh -huh. that um, in, you know, caveman times, like- Clan of the cave bear. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> people, early humans did, they were raised by everyone in their tribe yeah. because like, no, I don't know one, your mind. no one yeah. knew who the dad was <laughs> yeah. and so all of the men were the dads and I thought that that was such an interesting concept and like kind of like oh I wish I hope that we can like start bringing that back a little bit as far as like let's let all the people be involved with mm -hmm. raising our kids like I know in my family like I'm grateful for my brothers who are awesome male you know role models for my kids that are different from their dad, you know, yeah. and grandpas and, you know, yeah. all the people and women too. I feel like, I mean, I've talked a ton about when I was single, like I had like eight moms for my yeah. daughter, Gosh, you know, yeah. because yeah. it was all of my girlfriends that rallied around me and helped me. And I'm so glad that she had that experience, you know? Yeah. And because you need those people like to your, your tribe around you to let you know, like, that it's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to feel like you're not doing enough. It's okay to feel guilty because what do we see on social media? People's highlight reels, like, oh, I love being a mom. This is so great. You know, they napped on my chest today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, and then when your kid's, like, throwing up on you and won't go to sleep for three days, you're like, what is wrong with me? So you, yeah. you need to have those people I know, I'm, that give you a reality check. I'm sitting here listening to both of you speak, and I feel like I'm in that Saturday Night Live skit where they're abducted by aliens, and the tour saying, it was beautiful. I was lifted up on a pink cloud, and village of help was like, yeah, it was a little bit different for me. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit different. Yeah. yeah, I felt like I just, I do remember the phases of my life when I had the kids at home and I had a group of women that like, we did all, like the, I'm thinking of the trillion, you guys know who you are. We were three girls and we had three girls each and well, we had, yeah, I think we all had three girls. Yeah, so we're the trillion trillion Holy and like cow. it was so fun you know because yeah. it was a community and it was like a sorority yeah it was what? a sorority and it, but it <laughs> mm -hmm. wasn't we didn't really swap kids though we just were all together and yeah. that somehow bridged that like 
that loneliness, you know, or just that isolation that you yeah. can have. But um, when you're talking about sapien, my immediate thought was of like this collective group of men. And this is probably going to sound like I'm men bashing, but I love men. Men, I we love know. you. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Heaven loves you. I love men. <laughs> but I'm just working through this whole, you know, awareness I'm having. And I thought that's a fantastic principle to have a group of men not knowing who is the dad because they're all collectively raising the kids because men I think instinctively will be will pitch in for another man much more before they'll pitch in for like their wife Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. if they see a kid needs something if there's it's either them or the guy next to them they're going to have a more collective more collaborative energy yeah Yeah, like high fives (laughs) like I got you bro I got you but if it's like the lady would be like, honey, uh-huh. she needs you, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> or is it like the male thing that's like, no, I got this. Yeah, or you even comp- competition, yeah. like, oh, watch me handle this, watch me handle uh-huh. this. And building that type of community where they're all trying to, like, be the dad. Mm-hmm. And I, maybe that's the reason a lot of dads don't pitch in as much with child care is because there's not a community of men that are out there doing that. Like, yeah. the dads that are trying to do it have to, like, kind of join on to the mom groups, you mm-hmm. know, because totally. my, there's not a daddy I, daycare running. When I was in MP school, my husband would go hang out with, like, some of, like, our, our friends that, like, their wife was there with the kid. And yeah, like, and the play the dates were run stuff. by the moms. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, I was talking to a friend the other day who's a single dad and I was saying how I kind of had like this weird moment because one of my girlfriends who I go back and forth with a ton like because we have kids that are the same age and she and her husband were out of town for work and so she had like organized that the kids were going to be here in the morning then I was going to go pick up from the neighbor and then the uh, nanny was going to come pick up from me and then she was going to run them to the grandparents house and she my friend had orchestrated this whole thing. Sounds like she has a paper planner. Yeah, she does. And I adore her husband. I think he's so amazing. But I think in our culture, we do not require that from for the men. Like they both went on the trip together and it was her and I who were making the plans. She was mm-hmm. making the plans with all the moms. Yeah. And like I love my mom community of, of ladies. You know who you are. And like we do a lot of swapping and trading and like I'll take your you kids. You really do have track. a supportive community. I, I do. I, I do. That, yeah. You said or, it's like a symphony. It's like yes. an orchestra. You just gotta yeah. make it all mesh. Somehow. But yet the dads somehow are like they have no they they don't have that responsibility. I mean, I think your husband maybe does more, no, but like. But I think it's because he knows that it would like I'm control freak a little bit, you know. Like I I would be like, hey, this is what you're doing, and he wouldn't complain about doing it. But if he tried to do it, I'd be like, why are you doing it? That right. Like, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. I got this. <laughs> yeah. But don't you think that we don't require that of the men? Like I know Billy still texts me like, what time is dance today, or what time is she out? Or what's Same going on? Like, and week. I'm like, yeah, like it's you know, I'm responsible. <laughs> and and if there's a time. if there's an aberration in the schedule or a variation to a time, like that responsibility falls squarely on me. And guess what? I am not that responsible. Like it shouldn't fall on me. It just does because I'm genetically the mom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the yeah. only reason why. And because I'm certainly not more organized or responsible than he is. You know what I mean? But like. He doesn't even have to have the bandwidth to, to think about it. Like we don't require because it's it. not his job. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. We don't it's require just our it. culture. Does and it, this is not to say that there's anything wrong with the men, but like it is the culture that dictates that when our husbands go out of town for business or whatever, they they they're not. He's not typing up yeah. the schedule for they're the not nanny. Worried you know, about like where the kids are going to be and who's got them. 
like even if it's the time that Brady has the like I know okay well I work on Monday nights so he has the kids if he's out of town I find care for the kids on Monday or yeah. I stay home but it's him going out of town but it's him going so, out of town yeah. but if yeah. I go out of town you better believe yeah, I'm like you've got, I've got it lined up this is when someone's getting picked up this is when someone's coming over to you know swap yeah. the play date or whatever you know like I've got it covered mm-hmm. and but that and that's just the agreement that we have in our society like the unspoken the agreement. unspoken mm-hmm. agreement and yep. understanding and like I think that it's it's so it runs so deeply like I think that even if I'm curious if you listeners if you're out there and you have a different experience like write in DM <laughs> us, on us on Instagram call us on our hotline maybe, 1-800-MAN-BASH it originated from the sapien culture because if the woman births the child you know it's hers but the men are like it, it ain't mine I yeah they, they, they can assume responsibility yeah the woman's like I guess I gotta do it yeah and I just pass down we know who it came from real. it's the sapiens yeah it's the it's sapiens, the sapiens. <laughs> I really think like also like if a dad calls a teacher do you think the teachers are like, well, talk to your wife, you know, or like, you know what I <laughs> yeah, mean? Like, mom yeah. I think there's a culture <laughs> where it's like, you know, sometimes Billy comes to parent teacher as much as he can, but it's not required. But like, if the mom doesn't show up, it's like, hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. So that leads me to my next question for Chantel. Um, do you feel like there is ever a division in, oh, wait, how old is your oldest? She's four. Okay, so you guys don't she do elementary four. school yet. Not yet. Because, like, sure. then Heather, because, like, I was thinking this the other day. Sometimes I feel like the moms, like, there's this network of moms at the elementary school that they all know each other and they're friends. And I'm like, hey, guys. Oh, absolutely. Like, when I drop off, the mom like, mafia. Yeah, they're like all with their, <laughs> like, Starbucks and they're walking in. And I like them all. Like, I volunteered in the class a couple times, but they are all already friends. Totally. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, and that's I, our village, you know? Like, it's, totally. it completely exists. And that's when I first met you. I remember you are like, scuttling off yes. to work. And I was like, oh, I guess we'll probably. She works. Cut, yeah, we'll never really be friends because she works. No, yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's true in preschool, too. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Tegan, she does the daycare three days a week, and then she's in a pre-K thing. Okay, sure. The, the two off days. So the majority of the time, my mom has to help drop her off. And so it's like, Tegan's the one that has grandma. Oh, yes. yeah. Yes. The mom's not yes. on the, the scene. Not there. Yeah. So when I come to, like, parties and, like, I get work off for, like, performances and stuff like that. And I'm reading. I'm the one reading it with her at night. Her book yeah. Stuff. Totally. But then sometimes it's just, I, and maybe we do it to ourselves, but sometimes. I th- Honestly, a I'm a mom and I judge other moms and yeah. I'm working on it. I do. You know, I'm just like, I just think, well, I don't know her mom. Yeah. So I don't, you know, I don't yeah. know her mom, you know, so I don't really know who she is. And so like, it's like where you kind of subconsciously do it so you know people are doing it to you and you're like, those jerks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, you're aware of it. Like there's uh-huh. some self-awareness to it. But I, I mean, I distinctly like never worked. Like I did photography and Instagram and like little things, but that never took me away from like the 24-hour shift of being their mom all the time. And then when I started doing Beauty Lab, you know, it definitely, there was a deficit of the amount of time I was volunteering at the school, showing up for stuff, even reading through the group text, yes. yeah, to know what was going on. And I'd be like, and I would get on, and it was almost like a burden, like, why do I have 80 texts about, like, a Friday night get-together or a Friday after-school get-together? And I'd just be like, yeah, whatever, it works, like, yeah. because I didn't have the bandwidth mm-hmm. to invest. And I also... I think there's a self-protection there too. Like I just wanted to like not read it and realize how much I don't want to say missing out on, but how much I was just not involved. In yeah, that. recusing myself of because mm-hmm. not that I cared less, but like you have a limited bandwidth. You know, yeah. you have hours you that you're battle, yeah, and you were, so. we were in the thick of it trying to launch a business, and 
And I definitely, if I cut corners, it was like being involved in my kid's social life, volunteering at school. I still did a couple of things, but I definitely wasn't running the mom mafia like I had for probably <laughs> you, 10 years. You did, though. Yeah. It, yeah. You know? You did. Like, it's that every single mom thing. guilt that we all carry with us yes. that can just be like triggered. Like yeah, it, yes, the mom like, guilt. Yeah. Is and it's not even, it's yeah. guilt, but it's also just the reality like that you're kind of a fringe of that community. You're on the fringe because mm-hmm. the the pioneers run it. You know what I mean? The people run it that are there. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like a sorority. And if you're not coming to the meetings and you're not paying your dues. Yeah. They're like, you're on water duty. Yeah. You're on water <laughs> duty. You're, yeah. you're like, you're cleaning the kitchen yeah. when they ask you to yeah. pitch in. Or they'll say things like, we, you know, we didn't, I'm like, why didn't anyone tell me? I didn't know. I would have loved to have like gotten a gift or shown up or whatever. Sure. they be like, we just didn't want to bother you. We didn't want to burden you. And they, and I understand that comes from a good place, but they, everyone's picking and choosing for you what is too much and what's not enough, you yeah. know? And that is hard as a human to yeah. accept. Yeah. yeah. It's like that's their tribe. They've found their tribe because they have the similar schedules and they have the bandwidth to do it. But, yeah. But my totally. mom tribe, we work. We meet up maybe once every two months. But we keep in contact and we text. And we're, and, and that's that's where I get my, my feeling of, you know, belonging. Yeah. I guess that's a good way to think of it. Like that's their tribe and we have our tribe. And the, there doesn't need to be any ill will, but it's okay that I'm not included in that yeah. tribe. I'm going to, like, say that to myself instead of yeah. having my feelings hurt that I didn't get the Starbucks invite. Just text invite. your tribe yeah. and be like, but, you know, they didn't give me yeah. Starbucks again. I mean, they all do. The 20th week in a row. First of all, my mom tribe doesn't drink Starbucks. <laughs> Praise to you, stalwart women. No, but I will say that when the mom tribe, and I, I – it sometimes goes unnoticed because we're we're so overpacked with our schedule. But when they extend just tiny kindnesses of like not bothering to ask me, but just giving Georgia a ride home, yes. or just taking yes. taking care of Ashley, or like I saw her there, I knew your, I just offered her a ride, or like picking up rides, or saying, yeah, we got her a gift, we put her name on the card, like those extensions of kindness to me, like could make me weep Quite. because yeah. they are. Like, there's no judgment. It's just pure service. And it's for moms that probably could roll their eyes and be like, I, I made it to Target for a $20 gift card. You can too. Yeah. But they just find a way to, like, mm-hmm. to allow you that. And that is the type of support and community that is invaluable. And then Absolutely. it makes you want to pay it forward. And yeah. And then it can just be, like, a never-ending. And you feel heard and seen and valued yeah. and understood. Like, listen, I'm not a deadbeat. I just... And barely keeping my head above water. Yeah, I you mean, know? we're all stressed. We all have our relative stress. Theirs is different than ours. It doesn't mean that that we're not all in this together. Still. Totally. We're yeah. all in this together. That's the yeah. way to look at it. And to recognize, like, I feel like I have two very distinct lives. You probably do, too. Like, stay at home completely and then working. And the way I viewed working moms prior to me working was vastly different than the way I work. And now I look at them with so much respect. Mm. So much, like, that's the one thing I wanted to discuss with you. Like, work-life balance like two little kids same with you Dre like I almost didn't ask you to help me with beauty lab because it felt like that would have been an imposition to ask someone with such young children I assumed Mm. you're going to say no like I approached Dre and said I bought this business I need to unload it quickly (laughs) (laughs) it is going to take me down but I knew she had how old was Roman one yeah he was 18 months 18 months so Shan just like you 18 months and Christian was three yeah and I was just like, would you ever want to help? Like, just like, I did not think she would accept. But I, like, needed it so yeah. bad. Like, yeah. yeah, I needed it. So just never, I guess, like, learn from me. Never assume anyone is 
just always follow your instincts, you know, extend you invitations. Like, like intention with it, then, then do it and help yeah. each other out. Yeah. yeah. And if I couldn't have done it, I would have said no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, Put and, it out there. And guess where I would have been? In the poor house. <laughs> <laughs> Paying off debt. Oh, I love but it so she much. said yes. And she is a champion of work-life balance too, as are you, oh. Shani. Like, I'd, I watch your uh, Instagram stories and it takes me back to the level of chaos that you live in. Because, mm-hmm. like, she'll show up. Tegan will come in with, like, four outfits on, socks <laughs> on her hands, sunglasses, and, like, just being silly. And, and a you, southern accent. Yeah, and a southern <laughs> accent. I mean, I'm raising a mini version of myself. I mean, I'm literally just, like, I come home from work, and all I have to do is, like, pretend to, like, ask about their homework and then just, like, lock myself in my room. Because... But like you are still doing baths, both of you. Bedtime. Bath time, bedtime, outfits, three meals a day. Like my kids, I can throw some, you know, snack cakes on the table and just walk away. Like it's. I mean, same though. No, but but the bathing. I remember like feeling so tired and like having to bend over and bathe them and dress them and be funny and nice and pretend to read a story and like. Use inflection with the voices, yeah, like all of it exhausting. takes yeah. so she's very much. Into, like, Barbies and wants me to play Barbies, and I'm like, honey, like adulthood has has sucked the imagination yeah, right out of me. <laughs> you don't understand. When my kids would ask me to play Barbies, I went all in, and I would be like, uh-huh. I'd be sarcastic and rude, and their little faces because they're just used to like. Oh, I can yeah. see and you. And I'd be like, I'm Nurse player. Nancy. I don't put up with this kind of crap, girls. And they just be like. And they would like love it, and I re- they still remember some of like my Barbie characters, and I just remember like thinking, totally you guys have that. no idea that was me, like that was me, like grabbing onto whatever was floating by, so I didn't lose my mind, yeah, you know, totally. with the totally. mon- yeah. the mundane, you know, repetition of everything. Yeah, and I wish I could like take those back and really value that time, but it's so hard to value when you're just slogging through it, you yeah, know? Yeah, like elbows deep. It's really You are, hard. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why I record so many things of my kids and post them because because they are funny. They and are, like, I, and I, it I, feels like you're and enjoying it. And I it. watch them, like, even a couple of weeks later when I'm, like, not as stressed, I'm like, God, that was really funny. So, yeah. I, I mean, my kids probably think they're on, you know, like, my camera all the time, but yeah. they are. It's because I think that they are, like, I just want to capture those and be able to remember it. Yeah, and so. I think you're, I think anyone that's not following you, like, is, you mostly only post it on the Duffy's, though, not on yeah, Eject I Me Shanny. Yeah, I keep them a little bit separate. Yeah, I don't, her, her feed, it's probably private, but it is so so funny. I mean, pure comedy. Did you see when she said she's nailed the tired, yes. overworked mom <laughs> yes. pushing the targets? <laughs> so good. Like pounding peanut yeah. M&M's with like her slippers on, just like. But yeah, we go to there's all the stores and jammies these days because I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. And, totally. And I, fi- and and I, I used to spend like two hours bathing, yeah. sticking a bow on, perfect outfit to go to yeah. Target, then they were ready for their nap. And I thought, there's something wrong with my yeah. system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in me, I couldn't just put them in their footy jammies and take them to Target. Now I would yeah. do it so different. Yeah. Yeah. I've learned, I've definitely learned to like pick my battles because then it's funny and you get funny yeah. pictures where they look ridiculous. And it's, and it's, yeah. and it's a way to record it. Like 16 years ago when Ashley was born, we didn't have Instagram. I think it like started in like, I think my first post was like 2009 maybe. Mm-hmm. So she was six years old and we just didn't record our kids' lives that way. We we're still doing right. like the you scrapbook like the fiend. Yeah, we we're yeah. still doing mm-hmm. scrap. What uh-huh. is that thing that was called like scapbooks? And I don't you know, there's like all those companies in Utah that have yeah. the scrapbook things. I can't think like of their pebble in my pocket. Yeah, and stuff pebble like that. in my pocket yeah. and. It's just scrapbooking. Yeah, yeah. scrapbooking. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of the funny brand names. Well, great job branding, guys, because <laughs> yeah. it's like, we clearly Kleenex. don't remember. Yeah, I clearly don't remember. <laughs> but looking back when I did that scrapbook for Georgia lately and seeing all oh, of Natty's yeah. like 
materials and punch cards and yeah. like the things, cricket stuff. The cricket yeah. stuff. Cricket. Yeah. Like I just yeah. remembered it was it's become a lot easier to be a mom. It really has. We have we have democratized it quite a bit yeah. in a lot of ways, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Totally. With social media, with the fact that there's a community where you can take your kids in their jammies and we all like high five and we mm-hmm. get it now. But like think of our moms. Like oh, think yeah. of them like, having to wait, wear a hat, much more a full outfit, yeah. full makeup. Like they never their husbands never saw them without their face on. Yeah. You know, they woke up perfectly manicured house. Like if you watch Mad Men, it'll give you so much respect for the fifties yeah. and for the women that lived it through that. Like when the husband says to Bertie, why don't you just keep your conversations to how you keep the toast crumbs out of the butter and leave the the politics to me? Mm -hmm. Like if a man said that today, they say it in different ways, same message (laughs) in different ways, but that message they could say, and it was legitimate. You know what I mean? Like they were allowed and that was the expectation. And so hats off to the men that have evolved because the culture. Thank you for evolving. Yes. And hats off to the women that like had how, the fortitude to stick through it. Like, you know? how, how about the phrase when they're like, oh, your husband's babysitting the kids? I'm like, oh. no, he's being a dad. And yeah. He, he likes I know. to do Let's, that. We need to, like, eradicate that <laughs> line <laughs> from our... Yeah, but and it's I know the line. That, and I know that my husband doesn't think of it that, ba- that way, but just to hear people, like, say it to me, I'm like, no, that is not how we are But they, we say yeah. it, yeah. and we even do it. Like, I do it on the podcast all the time. I'll say, moms, and I just chastise the moms, or I'll point out the moms, and I never say dads, grandparents... Mm-hmm. village yeah. tribe you yeah. know like we just we totally vilify the moms and we put it all on their head and it's it's not fair so i mea culpa it's me mostly no we're it's, hardest on ourselves it, yeah and it's about <laughs> self-awareness you know because the the way and the insecurities that you have you probably subconsciously like you know refl- reflect on to other people and so just kind of doing those checks and balances with yourself to realize that you're practicing what you preach yeah 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 it's just would you, would you want Tegan to have a career and like work and everything? I yeah, I want her to find something um, that that makes her who she is and not somebody's wife or somebody's mom. I want her to be Tegan, and I, and that's what I feel like I have. I have all of those. You know, I'm Dustin's wife, and Tegan's yeah. mom, and Jake's mom. But I'm also a nurse practitioner, and that's that's just been mine. You're also inject me, Shannon. Inject yes. me, Shannon. How oh, about yeah. you, Dre? She, Oh, yeah, 100%. Especially, too, because I was a single mom, and, like, I I waited tables, like, because I, I didn't invest anything into my education or, like, tried to build a career. I got married so young, and I did – I gave up a killer internship that still to this day is, like, one of my oh. sliding doors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think oh. about that all the time. Just kills me. But it is what it is, and I didn't do it, and – I made the best choice that I could for the information that I had and what I was working with. And, but because of that, I learned like, you know, that I had to work extra hard in order to be able to support Elsha and myself. And it was just a lot harder to do that as a single parent. Mm -hmm. I wish I would have done it, you know, when I, before I was married. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I will absolutely make Elsha. I know. <laughs> like, so how do we, do like, something. has Elsha ever said to you, I just want to be a mom? She used to say that to me all the time. She asked, actually asked me a couple years ago, can I just marry a rich guy? And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, I, re- I like boy. literally remember where I was on the freeway. Like, yes. And I was but. like, my bro, no, we're not doing that. Like you have to do something, you find something that you're passionate about. But I love that you said that like you want Tegan to find something that makes her Tegan. And yeah. I think I like, I, I want to steer my thought process more in that 
direction because I often just go to like the safety net portion, yeah. which is such a like consolation you gotta, prize. You gotta keep, take care of yourself because, but that's my come from. That's like what I know. That's what I know too. Like you have to. What if something happens? Yep. That's not why you get an education and have a career. No. Not it's because it's important to who you are as yeah. a human being. To have like your own identity. Yeah. Well, and Elsha is sixteen. She's a junior. She's gonna be senior next year, and then go to college, obviously. And like, she really wants to go into special ed. She loves like working with kids with Down syndrome specifically, and like I, I do, sometimes I'm like, oh, can she make any money? But then it's like, but she loves it. Yeah. Like that is like her tender little heart, and that's what brings her joy. And so I really like, I am behind it because I'm, I love that. I love that. She, that's what she wants to yeah. do. It's so fascinating because Georgia is applying, well, applying. She's filling out her schedule card for high school next year, and she was like, do I have to take AP Geography? And I was like. Well, yeah, you know, like your sister did, like if, mm-hmm. if it's available to you as a ninth grader. And she's like, well, I don't really want to because, and I said, why not? And she said, because I'm not going to college. And I was like, okay. You know, like first <laughs> time I've heard this. Switches. Yeah. And I just said, well, why, why are you not going to college? And she said, because I want to be a dancer. And I was like, okay, well then don't you think it'd be important to take, I just like, you know, defused it. It was like, don't yeah. you think it'd be important to take a college level class now since you're never going to college? Like this may be your only chance oh, you to can, learn college level you geography. Can dance in college. But this is the thing. I thought about it. And like, I think a lot of moms and dads across the board, if some kid said, I'm going to be a circus performer, I'm going to be a dancer, I'm going to be a professional baseball player, we'd say, okay. The yeah. chances of that and of you having like a productive living are very slim because there's so many factors that go into it. And so you might want to f- pursue your passion and have a backup, you know. But when a kid says to me or like when Ashley said to me, I just want to be a mom, like we never say, okay, well, guess what? There's a lot of factors that go into being a mom. You might want to have a backup. Like you have to find a man or, you know, yeah. you have to be able to sustain that life. You have to be biologically capable of carrying a child that child you know what I mean like we never discussed like we could easily address like a child wanting to be a dancer as like having things out of their control that might affect their ability to be that but we never say that with motherhood Mm -hmm. and I think that it's an important conversation because we look at a lot of our friends that can't have be moms or that's all they've pinned their entire life on and they're they have infertility or they you know have divorce or not a partner or not a ability to, to provide for yeah, the child get sick and or yeah they feel complete and, and then, then that's what they pin their life mm-hmm. on and we would do well to like stage our kids like okay you might not be a professional football player but you can always have football you can always yeah. love it but you could also you know also get a job study, study something that's, yeah. <laughs> that's based on your merit based on yes. your ability to just work hard and things that we can control things and we I, can we've control we've talked about that so mm-hmm. much like you, there's so many things about parenthood that you simply cannot control yeah. And like and it's the one job that the better you are at it the more obsolete you become. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. isn't true about a lot of other things. So it's like great. That's all you've ever wanted. That's all you're going to ever have but the if you are at the top of your game by the time your kid is 21 you're going to be in their rearview mirror as you should be. You, don't even you know what I mean? As you should party. be. They yeah, yeah, they don't even retirement party. Yeah. They're just like, this, welcome to the care like, center, mom. Like, don't die. I'm going to call Or the like retirement plan is, can you babysit? You yeah, know, it's I re- just. I remember going and talking to, you know, a group of parents, when, like uh, uh, co-workers, and I was like so frustrated because, 
you know, my kids were just ungrateful that day. And there's just days, and I and I, I have grown a new appreciation for my mother as I've, you know, become older and raising these kids and not going insane. And I came in, and I'm like, and the worst part about it is they're not even going to like me until they're 30. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like that realization that it's a thankless job for a very long time. Totally. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yep. And that takes, that takes nerves of steel, you know. And so hats off to all the parents out there because – it is relentless and abusive. I, you guys said that at the baby shower. I have been like playing that over in my mind. I'm like, it totally is. It's relentless. relentless. I, I remember like, um, I was just, I was going to say when Christian came home from school, like the day yeah. after Tim died and I just was went to Dre's house and she was rushing home from something, trying to be there when Christian came home and he was walking down the street and I just happened to be there before her and he was like, Heather. And I was like, hey, buddy, you know, and it was just like he was still four, you know, yeah. and he still wanted a snack. He wanted a drink of water. We we're like crying in the kitchen. He's like, can I have some water? And nope, I don't like that food. And I thought, mm-hmm. you eat this food, <laughs> sir. No, but do you know what we're going through right now? Do you know what your mom is going through? They, like, and they don't. But it's they relentless don't. because they wake up with the same needs they had and they have the ability to be perceptive but they're children he he needs us to get him a drink yeah. of water he still he needs does us not to cut like his chicken bread he wanted yeah. regular bread and i'm like you're gonna eat the naan <laughs> we're having a family <laughs> crisis and now when when uh, my daughter because my son's not old enough to like have these you know emotions but my daughter has you know she'll like do something and then she'll be upset and she'll say sorry and i'm like Oh, thank God she has empathy. She's not just so Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but because sometimes they just, they're relentless yeah. and abusive. And it's yeah. just like yeah. they don't care. And then when I saw that she actually has empathy, I was like, I think, I think we're going to yeah, make it Yeah, you're just like, eventually. oh, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Just to have any awareness as a child, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. it is what it is. And it's, it never goes away. Like, And you can be a mm-hmm. mom and you can love it. and But if you don't have something else on the side that, that gives you that gratification, that personal gratification, you, you can't rely on your kids to do that for you because that's not fair. Yeah, like and they, some they kids will give it and some kids won't, uh-huh. and we aren't in control of that. Yeah, yeah. and you can't, you can't put that emotionally on them and no. expect them to be your happiness. And, you to, and like to expect them to fulfill... To, to make you look like a good mom because our pressure. kids do yeah. you know it's like yeah. unspoken pressure that I think over time would like build up you yeah. Know? yeah totally and I think it's why there's a lot of you know fractures in our society and amongst women I think it's why we can be really competitive and really because we're trying to control things we can't control whose kid makes the cheerleading team whose mm-hmm. kid gets mm-hmm. you know the scholarship whose kid is homecoming like we we start to like live vicariously through them as we should. That's our entire life. Like we would live vicariously through accolades at our career if that was our entire life. Yeah. But then it pins us against each other and it fractures the community. And so I think we're evolving and we're addressing it and we're we're trying to stay woke, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, it's hard. It's really ingrained in me. And, you know, and I'm, I, I just, it's hard. Yeah. Oh, it's part of our culture. It's, how do you undo that? You just have to say it out loud one million times you know be yeah. the change be the change you, you wish to see in the world but i i do think having amazing women around us like shani is oh, is a nice. good step in the right direction yeah right? i feel like shani well, and allison both yeah. have so many qualities that like i aspire to have and it just Same. inspires me because yeah. i see you just like with confidence talking about it and i see how invested you are in your kids but at the same time like like yeah i've got grandparents helping I've got daycare I've got pre-k like you're taking on more than you need to take on Mm. you're 
demanding more of your husband than I ever would have dared, you know? Mm -hmm. And same with Allison when she's just like, no, I wear the pants. Like I, you know, and I just glean to that things like that because Dre and I are so old school. She's like, like, yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot say that out of either one of you. Dre's like, I've got to go. Brady's coming home. No, I literally am like, I, (laughs) and it's not even imagined. A lot of people say, oh, they'll be fine. They'll make do. But like you went home the other night and they were like, Starving and it was seven thirty. No, it was nine p.m. Okay, nine p.m. And tell me what you said. Do you remember? I was like, D- "Have you guys eaten yet? Like, has anybody eaten?" So we have a, f- I mean, four year old and a six. How yeah, old are they seven now? and five. Seven like, and five. Yeah, and sixteen. Yeah, and I guess it wasn't nine. It was after we re- recorded our podcast that will never be released. Yes, because it was, it was so boring. So boring. <laughs> we practically threw but the laptop like, out the window. Yeah, probably, so it was probably eight, 8 p.m. Yeah, yeah, eight eight thirty, and and nobody had eaten. And I was just like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to do this. Yeah, I'll drum up dinner at 8.30. And they were just like, well, we are just waiting for you to get home to see what we should do. Like, the whole, it wasn't imagined on her part. Like, Like, the kids weren't just fine with her. You know how people like, Mm -hmm. the kids will be fine. They always say, I mean, like, yeah, you know what? But they didn't eat dinner They didn't eat dinner. (laughs) And they are, you know, like... I, when I came home the other night, like every single light was on, all the doors were unlocked. Mm-hmm. It was like one in the morning, and I was like, couldn't believe that this is like they weren't just fine. They didn't just make do. They yeah. were like Lord of the Flies, crying and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. And it I was crazy. Billy was at the house the other day, and George he was taking Georgia to dance or something. And she was like, can you Venmo me? No, it was Ashley. She was taking Ashley somewhere. And she's like, can you Venmo me? Because I have to pay for this, this, and this. And I was like rushing around, like clearly not even supposed to be there. Like came home haphazard. Billy was there. And I was like, he's right there (laughs) watching television. (laughs) Like, do you see me frantically like throwing things in a bag? Like, I don't even know where my phone is to get Venmo. And I like shouted it to the skies. Like, can't your dad... Then you, like, you use and your she just stood there like voice like I don't know why don't you ask And she's like he father. doesn't have the app you know I'm like well download it, it takes about 30 seconds <laughs> but of course I Venmo then I yeah. felt bad then I felt like guilty that I had yeah. you know yeah. called out Billy that I had put her in between us you know so, oh I can never win I know. But yeah, but we will. We will start making. We will small be victorious. victorious. <laughs> small victories. No, but you guys are your boss babes in your own right. Oh. It's, it's awesome to see what you guys have done here, and the team that you've created, and the way like you handle the reps that come in, oh, and, and people like when you come in, the shout vibe out totally to changes. I know when Heather comes and in, everyone's like, no, no, everybody's just like, you know, you make it fun, and we laugh, and it's just. I mean, it's we all kind of have our own strengths, and I think we have a good team here that feeds off of each other's well we love that you are part of our team we feel like you're a giant contributor to that and we know that you're taking time away from your other job and from your family to be here so yeah Yeah. we appreciate you and love you that you love it here so where can people find you on ig so on instagram my handle is inject me and underscore shanny c-h-a-n-n-y you could probably also find me on the beauty lab laser website yes Yes. i have a lot of before and afters on my instagram just to give people an idea if they're considering something and then the the silly videos of my kids that we talked about are for my 
personal Instagram. Yeah, yeah. the Duffies, <laughs> yeah. her family Instagram. What's your um, favorite procedure to inject? Oh, my favorite is cheeks. Oh, yeah. cheeks are so it's, good. It's just so instantly gratifying for everybody involved. Yeah. And it's kind of like the, un, you know, it's underrated. Like people yeah. would have never thought about doing it. And then I kind of show them in the mirror what it will do. And they're like, yeah. Yeah, so I love that you can do half and half. Do one yes. side, then oh. just take a picture and be like, okay. I don't even like give clients the option to look. I'm like, look at this. Yeah. <laughs> so that they can see. Because it really is so subtle that if you almost didn't see that side by side of yourself, you'll be like, I, don't I, don't I yeah. just look refreshed. Like, I always look like this. I'm right. Like, I like you, but no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I like you a lot, but we're going to keep it real. Uh, no, that's my favorite. Yeah. So, cheeks are sure. one of my favorites, too. So, Cheekbone Pop is $850. Um, the cheekbone contour is fifteen hundred. If you're unsure and you can afford the cheekbone contour, always, always get the cheekbone that. contour. Always go with more. Yeah, more always go is with more. more on that. Unless you're just topping off. The cheekbone pop is great if you're just topping off or if you're just trying to save it with your budget because it's mm -hmm. expensive, you know. But you, you're getting almost double the product for just a little increase in price, mm -hmm. and it is honestly a game changer. No one will know. There's very little downtime. Yeah, yeah. It, it just lifts, hurt. brightens, it pulls up your jowls, it gives you yeah. structure. It's like the pop gives you, you supermodel. Yeah, the pop you can bones. really see like on your side profile, but the full contour, like it's a face on, head on, like yeah, huge like difference. wow, you look good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and a lot of people are like, why do you offer the pop? Because it's not as significant, and it's because it's significant enough if you only have eight fifty. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. eight fifty a stretch it's that's a thousand dollars you know and yeah. and like it's if if budget's a constraint on everyone it is you know yeah. like it's great to see it and then to to layer it that way but I also think that it's great to top off a contour and if you already have great cheekbones you can just do it right above the temples but it mm -hmm. just pulls back like mm -hmm. I feel like I could get cheeks every six I know months. I feel like yeah. you and I are both due I'm due for I'm quite due. a bit right just have a cheeky lab day yeah, yeah a cheeky it. lab day and yeah, there's do not it. you don't bruise there's not a lot of downtime not mm -hmm. a lot of pain no not a lot it's, of blood. it's not bad I am like such a horrible wimp so okay well, what happened? To, what yeah, did you just see? I gotta go. Did the mom oh. thing happen? The mom we, thing we happened. We just saw your mom face. Yeah, we just saw up. your mom face come on. She got simultaneously texted and saw the time. So yes, that yes. means we wrap it up, folks. Relentless and abusive. Well, totally. thank you for having me at the lab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Her children can't text yet, so Shani does not know the fear of being oh, overdue no. on your podcast and having. I uh, back talked enough. Like, yeah. Without having a phone. Wait till they text you and can text hurt your feelings yeah, hurt your feelings or make you feel guilty when you're thousands of miles away totally. um just to wrap it up like our beauty labbers of the week are obviously shakira and j-lo yes oh so amazing God. i mean yes. literally yes. so amazing yes. like videos of tegan dancing to that it was yes. so good and my little boy was dancing drake to was dancing too I mean, good he's yeah. got some latina yeah, appreciation I mm -hmm. uh i we reposted a meme on beauty lab that showed uh Blanche Devereaux from Golden Girls at 50. It said 50 years old in 1985. Mm -hmm. And it showed J-Lo swinging on the pole. 50 years old in 2020. J-Lo. Little different. Mm -hmm. Little different. And thank heavens for that. Like, if you're ever feeling ageism or, like, that you're getting too old for your own good, like, J-Lo is an inspiration to all. She's 50 years old. She's never looked better. And Shakira, her hips don't lie. Nope. I mean, I can't say so enough good. great about that performance. Look at it on YouTube if you missed it during the Super Bowl. And yes. Dre, do you want to do our bash? You know what? Our bash is um, time constraints. I hate them. Okay, I well, really that's go. why don't we get specific? Okay, so you got to go. We'll do it in yes. 30 seconds. <laughs> okay, so the bash is that 
our school district today, because of the heavy snowfall, which was like six feet of snow so much. in four hours, said, we're going to let you all start two hours later, which all that does to moms is... Just throws off our Throws schedule. off our everything. And so then it's just like, all of a sudden, our high schoolers are in afternoon kindergarten. It doesn't work. And <laughs> we have to like, Lord, ugh. It was, all it's either cancel school or don't cancel school. But don't give us a two-hour, just the tip. Totally. It's unsatisfying. Yes. And it does not get the job done. So you're our bash. You yeah. are our bash. And Dre yeah. is one foot out the door. So <laughs> on that note, work-life balance. <laughs> we'll say that life is short. Just and life is even shorter if you're a mom. Right so wait, wait, well, no, remember, remember that the, remember that <laughs> time is fleeting and that the lab loves you. And, and life is short. By, by the, the lips. lips.